Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. So this is going to be the um, 115th episode, and we're going to do the 17th Sunday of Ordinary Time. So uh, I got a new phone. So let's just see how this works. <laughs> Hopefully, I just uh, transferred all my apps to the new phone. So let's check it out. Okay, so we're in year A, and it's 2020 for year A. Okay, let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Entrance Antiphon. God is in his holy place. God who unites those who dwell in his house. He himself gives might and strength to his people. This is Psalm 68. God is in his holy place. God who unites those who dwell in his house. He himself gives might and strength to his people. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High. Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. All right. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us. And grant that with you, as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And let's begin. So the first reading is going to be from the first book of Kings, chapter 3, 5 to 7 and 7 to 12. You have asked for wisdom, a reading from the first book of Kings. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night. God said, ask something of me and I will give it to you. Solomon answered, O Lord, my God. You have made me your servant king to succeed my father David. But I am a mere youth, 
not knowing at all how to act as I serve you in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a people so vast that it cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge your people and to distinguish right from wrong. For who is able to govern this vast people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon made this request. So God said to him, Because you have asked for this, not for a long life for yourself, nor for riches, nor for the life of your enemies, but for understanding, so that you may know what is right. I do, as you request, I give you a heart so wise in understanding that there has never been anyone like you up to now, and after you there will come no one to equal you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So next is going to be the responsorial psalm. And it's going to be from Psalm 119. And the response is, Lord, I love your commands. Lord, I love your commands. I have said, O Lord, that my part is to keep your words. The law of your mouth is to me more precious than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Lord, I love your commands. Let your kindness comfort me according to your promise to your servants. Let your compassion come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Lord, I love your commands, for I love your commands more than gold, However fine, for in all your precepts I go forward. Every false way I hate. Lord, I love your commands. Wonderful are your decrees. Therefore, I observe them. The revelation of your words sheds light, giving understanding to the simple. Lord, I love your commands. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second reading is going to be from uh, the letter of Paul to the Romans. God predestined us to be confirm confirmed to the image of his son. God predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those who he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel reading is going to be from St. Matthew, chapter 13, 44 to 52. And it can go from 44 to, well, actually it's going to be to 52. <laughs> they give you two different options here. All right. And it's uh, the theme is he sells all that he has and buys the field. All right. 
Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have revealed to the little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a, per, uh, a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has, and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for the fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and set it down to put what is good into, into buckets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? They answered, yes. And he replied, then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. The gospel of the Lord praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, uh, it's interesting. I mean, how do we compare what Solomon said in the beginning to, um, I mean, what we, in a sense, have heard St. Paul say, and then culminating with the um with the gospel, the message of Christ, our Lord. Solomon asked for wisdom. And uh, one of the things that comes to my mind is he may have asked for wisdom, but remember what happened to Solomon in the end of his reign. He sort of like caved in, kind of gave in to um, kind of like a universalism in a sense he allowed his pagan wives to practice their pagan religions. Um, he uh, sort of, uh, in a sense, uh, he taxed or um, sent out a census to uh, to count all the people of the land. Um, in a sense, like he really, in a sense, he may have been wise. But one of the things comes to my mind is that maybe he should have also asked for the grace to be faithful, the grace not to sin, not to offend God. Wisdom is one thing, but they often say fear of God is far more important. And we see that. And then St. Paul himself, he talks about in his words, it's interesting. Um, we know that all things work for good for those who love God who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So did Solomon ask 
what, what Solomon asked God, was it enough? I would say to be wise, but he didn't ask for the, the zeal, the grace to love God. He didn't ask for the death of his enemies. He didn't ask for wealth. Um, he didn't ask for more power, but he asked for wisdom so he could rule. And maybe that we that wasn't bad, but but often men, wise men, even wise men can can go wrong. We know that we've seen it through history. But to love God above all things, wisdom can also become a, a form of vanity. You know, love of philosophy, you know, which is wisdom. But what kind of wisdom? Is it divine wisdom? Is it heavenly wisdom, as we often say in Catholicism or in our theology? Or is it is it the wisdom of, of, of men, of a politician? Because wisdom can be go can fall into vanity for some people, depending on what kind. He did ask God for wisdom. But then Paul says, those who love God are predestined. You love God, you're predestined to be with God forever in heaven. Our Lord, in the end, in, in his gospel, he basically talks about, you know, the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl of great price. And a man will do anything to go and get that, that beautiful pearl, which is the knowledge, the love of God, the wisdom of God, the, um, the, the fear. And Psalm talks about the fear of the Lord. We often hear about the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? The fear, in other words, to, you're totally terrified from any possibility of separating yourself from God. To be cut off from God, to be cut off from his grace, to be cut off from his love, to be cut off from, from, from being close to him. That is basically what it is. Solomon, uh, you know, wanted wisdom, but maybe he shouldn't have just stopped at wisdom. I mean, I know I'm sounding like I'm judging him, but think about it. Everything, everything you can, you, you know, what happens with wisdom is eventually your pride and your vanity. He didn't ask for grace to be made holy. He didn't ask the grace to be close to God forever. He asked for the grace or the, the, the wisdom to rule the vast country. That's, that's where the problem lies, is that that's what he asked for. He asked for the wisdom to rule the country. But Christ then talks about fishing. He talks about separating the bad fish from the good fish. I guess, in a sense, this is where Taylor Marshall, several of the critics will say to Father Barron, yeah, well, it doesn't say, you know, that all you know, all men, you know, uh, you know, reasonable hope that all men will be saved. It's not, it's not there. And I tend, I really disagree with that, because the biggest problem with this age is the world that we live in now is that there is no love of God, there is no fear of God. They don't look at the hatred, look at the mob, look at the politics. Men, when when something is of their own invention, they will do anything, even lie, to achieve their goal, and that's true. So we should always we should really pray for the grace to love God and not to offend him, to be close to him, to have sanctified grace. Because if we don't have it, if we don't have that, how can we please God? How can we how can we stay close to Christ? We have to constantly keep holiness close to us.
holiness, to be holy and never be separated from God, to always fear the possibility of, of, of being separated. All right, so we'll end it here. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and with the Father and the Son, he is adored and glorified, and he has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Now and forever. Amen. So uh, remember to subscribe, share, and uh, because that way they um, anchor will know and uh, Spotify will know what, um, you know, that people like this podcast and they like listening to it. So God bless and stay safe. Amen.